Greetings law fans and welcome back to another installment of Lit Legal Reads. I'm John Noavica from Pardalis and Noavica. In this series, we talk about books dealing primarily with the law and the practice and problems of the law profession. But the stories, they have to be lit. First, what about the word lit? Well, it was often used by musicians to describe the sweet spot. <laughs> where someone was drunk enough to be relaxed and play better without being wasted. Today and here, it means amazing, turned up, popping. In this series, we talk about books dealing primarily with the law and the practice and problems of the law profession. But the stories, they gotta be lit. So my choice for lit legal reads today is A Man for All Seasons, which is a play by Robert Bolt, based on the life of Sir Thomas More. The performance of the play was about two and a half hours, but it's a very quick read and it's well written. It's broken up into two acts. And here's the summary. The main character, Thomas More, is a lawyer and a statesman in the court of Henry VIII. Now Henry wants to divorce his wife, Catherine of Aragon, because she did not bear him a son, so that he could marry Anne Boleyn, the sister of his former mistress. Thomas More was in a position to permit the divorce by going against his oath and not applying the law. So he chose not to do that and instead was convicted of treason and he was executed. That's the play. Ends with Thomas More getting his head chopped off. Sorry I brought you to the end, but you know what? It's really a good play and I think you're going to enjoy it and most of the benefits of reading this is contained in the middle everything before uh, Thomas got his head chopped off so the play begins with a really interesting character the common man and he's dressed in black tights and sporting a pot belly and this is what he says to the audience it is perverse to start a play made up of kings and cardinals and speaking costumes and intellectuals with embroidered mouths with me. If a king or a cardinal had done the prologue, he'd have the right materials. And if an intellectual would have shown enough majestic meanings, colored propositions and closely woven liturgical stuff to dress the house of lords. But this, is this a costume? Does this say anything? It barely covers one man's nakedness. A bit of black material to reduce old Adam to common man. Oh, if they'd let me come on naked, I could have shown you something of my own. The 16th century is the century of the common man, like all of the centuries, and that's my proposition. Close quote. Okay, and so it goes. Now, history reflects uh, Sir Thomas More as a true man of conscience. In real life, he was an English lawyer, social philosopher, author, statesman, and noted Renaissance humanist. He was also a counselor to Henry VIII and Lord High Chancellor of England from October 1529 to May of 1532. He wrote Utopia, uh, published in 1516, about the political system of an imaginary ideal island nation. Now why is the play important for people interested in the law? Sounds like it might be a little boring. You know what? It's not. 
it moves along very nicely and you pick up a lot of good things inside. So there are those who believe that to be a lawyer in the true sense of the word, that you have to have a conscience. What is a conscience? Is it the low voice in our minds that acts as a guide to the rightness or wrongness of behavior? Clients are often looking to their lawyers to model the type of behavior that's appropriate in a legal matter. In that context, lawyers should be guided by their conscience, so they say. How we act and how we present ourselves has an impact. In the play, Moore warns about the erosion of the rule of law. He says uh, when his daughter, his suitor Roper, claims that when he would cut down every law in England to get after the devil, he says, and I'm quoting, and when the last law was down and the devil himself turned round on you, where would you hide, Roper? The laws all being flat. Close quote. Moore says that when a man takes an oath, he's holding his own hands like water. And if he opens his fingers, then he needn't hope to find himself again. Throughout the play, Moore asks, is a person defined by their conscience? Well, that's for the reader to decide. I had a picture in my office about 20 years ago with the caption, The Honest Lawyer. The picture above the caption was a headless lawyer holding his own head in a dish. I hope you have the chance to read this play. I know you'll like it. And I'll see you next time on Lit Legal Reads. This is Joe Noavica from Pardalis and Noavica.